open eyes that we may see to follow the Genesis 37, 1 through 36. And this is about story of Joseph. I'm going to talk about Joseph this morning and his coat of many colors and how his brothers envied and despised and their jealousy affected his life. And how that 
feeling took them over and they got rid of Joseph. They got rid of their brother. Okay, so let's dive into this word and then we'll discuss it, okay? All right, babies, let's get busy with the word. Genesis 37, 1 through 36. And it reads, And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bela and with the sons of Zelpha, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him, unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren. And they hated him yet the more. And he asked unto them, Here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field. And lo, my sheep arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about, and made obedience to my sheep. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obedience to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him. But his father observed the same. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem. Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee. See whether it be well with thy brethren, and well with the flocks, and bring me word again. So he 
sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed hence. For I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him, and cast him into some pit. And we will say, Some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands, and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him, that he might rid him of their hands, to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass, when Joseph was come unto his brethren, that they stripped Joseph of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty, there was no water in it. And they sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked, and behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels bearing spicery and palm, balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. And Judah said unto his brethren, What profit it, what profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brethren were content. Then there passed by Midianites, merchantmen, merchant and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit, and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they brought Joseph into Egypt. And Reuben returned unto the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit, and he rent his clothes. And he returned unto his brethren and said, The child is not, and I, whither shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of goats and dipped the coat in blood. And they sent the coat of many colors, and they brought it to their father, and said, This have we found. Now know whether it be thy son's coat or no. And he knew, and said, It is my son's coat. And evil beasts have devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes, and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. 
And he said, For I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, and the captain of the guard. This is the word of Genesis 37, 1 through 36. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. We thank you for your wisdom, your kindness, your generosity, your support, your grace and mercy. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to see one more day that thou hast made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. But Father God, we know that we cannot do anything without you. So we ask you to lead and guide us in the way that you want us to go. Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of his word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Everyone's okay. It is time to dive into this chapter of Genesis 37 1 through 36. And we see Jacob is dwelling in the land of Canaan. And this is where all his generation is with the children and all, all his family, all his every everybody, right? And he has, he says. You know, and he has a son named Joseph, and he's 70 years old, and he and was, you know, he's, he helps with the chores around the house, feeding the flock, cleaning the stalls out, things of that nature, you know. And Joseph, J- Jacob, and Joseph have a relationship like no other. Maybe uh, Jacob is Jacob is favored him. Jacob has Jacob loves him more than his other brothers, and his other brothers see that. No, and and he decides Jacob decides to give Joseph a coat of many colors for show his love and appreciation and things like that of Joseph. And when the brothers see that he is getting favoritism, they do not like that. They don't like that at all. Because they feel like, oh, he be, he's being uh, treated better than us. Or, you know, uh, why, we, why, we don't get, why we don't get anything from our father. You know, it's, an, it's a thing of the brothers get to the point where they are jealous of Joseph. And Joseph has dreams. 
Joseph has dreams. God has given him the vision of dreams. That God has given him the gift of dreaming. Of future things of the future at that time. And Joseph decides to tell his brothers about this dream, you know, about how my sheep is going to be standing over your sheep and how uh, you, everybody's going to, you know, you know um, that everybody round about is going to bow to me. And the brother's like, man, ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to hear that. Nobody trying to hear that, for real. But the father interprets, knows what Joseph is talking about. But his father rebukes him. He said, Mom, get out of here with that. Anybody, no, I don't believe that. And his brothers envied him more after he told him this dream. And, you know, he dreams two dreams. You know, one is about the sheep, and the other one is about the star, the sun, the moon, and the stars. Made obedience to him. And you tell you you have a dream, and you want to share what you dreamed about, and you want everybody like tell you what the dream means. But instead of him getting, oh, I'm gonna tell you what dream means. Oh man, that ain't gonna happen. That ain't happening. You're not going to rule over me. And they didn't like his dreams. And they envied him more. His brothers hated him more because he had the vision. So, and one day, the brethren went to feed their father's flock. And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not, do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem. Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I pray thee, see whether it will be well with thy brethren, and well with the flock, and bring the word again. So he sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shisha. And a certain man found him. And behold, he was wandering in the field. And he asked Joseph, asked her, where my brother at? Oh, they gone to uh, uh, Dothan. They've gone, they've gone to Dothan, you know. And, and he said, okay, all right, thank you. I'll go find my brothers. So Joseph decided to go to Dothan and find his brothers. Joseph was looking for his brothers in Dothan, and the brothers see him coming a mile away because he has the coat on, remember? And Joseph hasn't taken his coat off, and Joseph really loved what his father had given him because he's wearing that coat like it's nobody's business. Like, this is mine, you know, this is mine. My father gave this to me, you know, and it made his brothers hate him more. It says, come now, therefore, and let us slay him. See, now they want to conspire to kill the brother. <laughs> Ooh. 
conspired to kill him, to slay him. Some evil, and, and they tried to make up a story of, we're going to make it look like the beast ate him, and, and um, you know, and, and you know, they tried to, they, and, and Reuben was listening. And Reuben said, look, okay, no, we're not going to do that. How about we just go ahead and, uh, you know, cast him into a pit, a wilderness, in the wilderness. We don't gotta lay a hand on. Just put the, just put him in the pit and leave him there. Okay. So lay, you know, and we don't have to, you know, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to get rid of him. Uh, we don't have to have our hands dirty. We just throw him in the pit and leave him there. He be fine. So, you know, and then he comes across his brothers, and he. Is stripped of his coat of many colors. His brother have, his brother takes the coat off of him and then casts him into the pit. Pit didn't have no water in it. They didn't have no food in it. It was just empty, just empty. He couldn't crawl out because it was too deep. Okay, and they just left him there like, oh, well, you know, I, we ain't got to worry about him no more. So they had decided they gonna go off and go eat. They gonna, they gonna, they act like they hadn't done nothing wrong. They said, well, and then they decided after they dumped them in the pit, they turned around and went to go eat. Like, I ain't done nothing wrong. I'm just going with my day, just carry on my life like I haven't done nothing wrong to nobody. And when they were sitting there eating, they saw a company of Ish, Ish, Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels bearing spices and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. But Judah, Judah, Judah says, Brethren, what profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come left. Now this is Ju- Judah talking. So well, we sell him to the Ishmaelites and, uh, you know, and we ain't got to worry about that no more. And the brothers agreed with him. Okay. All right, we'll go along with that. We'll go along with that plan. Okay, all right, cool. Then there passed by Midianites merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver and they brought Joseph uh, into Egypt. I guess Reuben had left. Reuben, Reuben, you know, Reuben had left after giving the advice of putting him, casting him into a pit and you don't have to kill him. So uh, we see that Reuben returns to the pit and they say, oh, he's like, where Joseph at? And he was he he was upset. He was like, "Oh Lord, I don't feel good." You know, he wasn't. He was so upset. He 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 ripped his clothes off himself. He was trying. I guess he wanted to be the sensible one about the group, saying, "Look, we don't have to kill him. We could just go ahead and throw him in the pit and leave him there. He called a day." But the other one, Judah, said, "Okay, no, we can go ahead. We can go ahead and sell him 
get us some money. You know, so, and then they took the coat, the brothers took the coat, and killed the goat, and dipped the coat in the blood, and took it back to their father, and showed it to their father, and the father, now he's in the state of mind of, my child is dead, and um, I, I don't know how to handle this grief. And they, he was, he, and 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 Jacob ran his clothes. He was mad. He was upset. He he tore his clothes off himself. He put some sackcloth. And now he's in state of mourning. They left their father in a state of mourning over that boy. All because of something. All because of they didn't like his brother. So you don't leave your father in that mental state of mind that you think you ain't thinking that the child is dead. That's another thing. You 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 know, that's another thing. They took the time out to even leave their father in distress like that over a child. Ooh, child. Mm, that's another evil set 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 to think about. That's another evil thought that came to mind. You're willing to let this person think this person dead because you conspired to kill because could kill somebody that you related to. And you want this other person stressed out to the point they almost died, died that morning. You le- you left them in a horrible state of mind to leave a person like that. They had them thinking that the person is dead. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, uh, officer of Pharaoh's and captain of the guard. Then they made, then the Midianites made some more money off of him. They sold him, sold him in the east, sold him to the Egyptians, to Potiphar. So, how family dynamic like this is. Well, you got brothers and sisters. They brothers and sisters. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna give um you know give this analogy that you be so jealous of your brother and sister that you plot to kill them because they get more attention than you. Just be happy. Oh, that's a nice coat. Okay, not be joking with my dad. Okay, all right. Okay, you know. Uh, so um, you know, so when I get mine. It, it just be a joke, but I, re, I I I remember as a as a child, I speak about I, I speak about that in my book. Well, you know, it's favoritism, favoritism, favoritism. You know, and favoritism is a a terrible thing. Favoritism is a terrible is a terrible thing. When you pick one child, when you pick one child against another child, you get this one more than you get the other one. And the other one that is not getting is jealous of the one that is getting. That's a bad that's that's a terrible scenario. You know, that's why I believe my granddad, my granddad would say cheat each child the same. You don't cheat the one that better than the other, because they both equal. And this conspires their brothers to sit kill and plot to kill the boy.
That's terrible. And then you want to throw him in a pit. One say, throw him in a pit and leave him there. Then the other one say, ooh, we can sell him. Sometimes we could see that our family members can be our worst enemies. You know you got a grimy uncle or a grimy cousin or a grimy relative, period. And they'll they'll screw anybody over to make a profit. They'll screw anybody over to get what they want out of people in their family. And it's like, okay, wow, you know, we... You know, sometimes you gotta some. Sometimes we know people are like, you know, and we the good people. You know, the good the, Joseph was a good child. Joseph wasn't number seventeen years old, and he wasn't harming nobody. And you got the older older brothers. Now you now the I got older I I got this older brother dynamic I'm living with. My older brother, my older brothers, have conspired to kill him. Because oh I ain't I didn't get that when I was a child so why you need it? that kind of attitude and it's terrible when you live like that in a family dynamic that you have older brothers and sisters and they jealous of the baby they jealous of the kids they jealous of the younger ones because they weren't getting what they wanted they supposed to get when the other young one getting that envy jealous malice all these things exist. And then we understand this this condescending of sometimes your own worst enemy is your relatives. They'll do anything to make a profit. They'll set you up. They'll get you killed. They'll turn around and stick. You know, like um, I'm watching these shows. You know, I'm watching these shows and how to how they conspire to kill each other and how they conspire to they envy uh, envious of each other and one go puts a policy out on the other and kills and have them killed contract killed and then turn around try to collect on insurance money and they brothers and sisters i'd be like really that's not good and it's bad when you live in a dynamic a family dynamic like that where you you want to be in with the older brothers and sisters, but sometimes you don't under, you, you don't understand why they shun you all the time or why they don't want to take you nowhere with them or um, they kind of put you down when they talk to you or um, they don't really want you involved with their friends. They, 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 you know, nothing that they do in their activities. And but the younger brother looks up to the older brothers. And I and I can just imagine how Joseph felt like, wow, y'all really doing this to me? You gonna put leave me here in the pit, no clothes on, take my clothes, and just leave me out here for the for the get killed by some some rodents, some animals. And then, then you go even further than that. You turn around and you turn around and sell me off to somebody. Now that's low. 
that's that's real low. You know, and then you had and and the thing is that sometimes we don't realize that we're doing this mentally to this person that you have forsaken me and you don't care nothing about me and all of a sudden you just show me you don't care at all. You know how detrimental that is for mental for a mental mindset? That could mess up somebody's mind for real. That mess up the child. He's 17 years old and now he's sitting here like dang, my brothers they turn around doing me like this. And I cannot believe I looked up to them and they treated me like this. And then you do worse when you turn around and you got your father, you got your father in on this thing. You got him thinking, oh, my child did. Now you're gonna leave him with a broken heart. All uh, because you want attention from your father, so you killed your brother. Or you misled him to think he was dead. So Be careful of those family members that'll do anything for a book. And if you got younger, if you're an older person, you got younger brothers and sisters, check on them and be true to them. You're supposed to take care of your brothers and sisters that's underneath you. Take care of them, guide them, lead them, uh, uh, you know, show them positivity. Don't shun them. Don't mistreat them. You know, sometimes it's just that thing where, look, I love you. You know, love, love them. Don't treat them like they're less than you. And and then be wondering why. You you'll see it later on. You'll see it later on. In in later on, you will see it how this dynamic plays out with Joseph and his brothers. See, don't forget Joseph is not dead. Joseph is just sold into Egypt. He's sold into Egypt. He show he is sold in unto Potiphar. The officer, the chief officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard. So I want to let you know that this is our reading for today. It's not over for Joseph. It's not, it's not over for the family dynamic. It is not over. So stay tuned, okay? And we will read some more tomorrow. Okay, babies? I love y'all. A blessed day. Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you 
Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay, you know how many people that is? that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay, so that's on a daily basis. And I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So, come on in. Come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies. I love you.